All right, well, welcome to the Share a Chair podcast. My name is Carly Baldus, and I am here today with... Stuart. And Stuart has been in my broadcasting class now for a couple of couple of years. Yeah, two, three. Bless his heart, he came in this morning to do the podcast with us. So we're going to start off by just learning a little bit about Stuart. So, Stuart, tell us about, like, where you've... Have you been here all your life? I, I was born here, and... Uh, for a while, I was staying here with my mom, and then, you know, got moved around with my pops and everything. I went to Arizona. But you used to live in Arizona? Yeah, Arizona. Wow. And came back here, got in some more situations, and then I, I just been moved around all the time. Were the other places you lived in Muskegon, or? Yeah, they were other places. Or I in Michigan, in. I mean? Yeah, they were in Michigan. They were in Muskegon, you know, because I was in the foster care deal for a long time. So, oh. yeah, they moved me around a lot. Oh, wow. Yeah. So when did you get into the foster care program? Well, like, I was like six, seven years old. Mm. Yeah. I've worked with a lot of different people that have been a part of the program. Is there anything you can share with us about what it's like to go into a foster? I mean, you don't know what you're walking into at the same time, but, you know, as long as you keep a level head and look after the ones you're supposed to look after, like, say, you got brothers and sisters, as long as you look after them, you're all right, because that's what I had to do, you know. And you don't know what situation you're stepping into, so you got to be brave. Yeah. Yeah. Were you the oldest? Yeah, I was the second oldest. Okay. But still, my sister wasn't with me, so I had to look out for my brother most oh. of the time. So how many people are in your family? About good eight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So there's your sister who's older. Yeah. But... She, when you went into the foster care system, she wasn't a part of that? Not not for a long time. And then we got reunited and all of us was in my grandma's house. Okay. We grew up with my grandma. So then un- underneath you, who are your other siblings? They, it's just three younger siblings. And okay. I got a baby brother, you know. I didn't even, he wasn't expected. Okay. So that even, you know, made it harder. So, yeah. Sure. So, you know, if I'm asking two personal questions, you oh, can always good. say, forget it. When you were six, you went into the foster care system. Mm-hmm. Had you been living with your mom? I was living with my mom, but it was a domestic violence issue. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? They had moved me out of the situation. I didn't know what it was. I sure. just, And then it happened to me, too. Like, the... Um, my stepdad used to hit me, but mm. I had I didn't know what the situation was until I, I actually started crying and my mom figured it out. And it was just crazy. They called the police and everything. And Do you going. remember that? Yeah, I remember it vividly. Wow. It was so bad. I think one time he peeled the whole palm of my hand off. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What a scary thing at six years old. Oh, yeah. It's and then all your siblings who are underneath you were were alive at that time? Uh, no. It was only one. It was my little sister. Okay. How much younger is she than you? Like three, three years. She's supposed to be a freshman, but... Okay. Yeah. So you had her, um, so you had an older sister and then a younger sister at the time. Yeah. And scary stuff was going on. The police came and they just took you right then? Yeah, they took me, no, they took me the next day, actually. Okay. They took me the next day out of there and... Thank God my grandmother had called my grandmother, the um, the one that owns the Always Sunny Cupcakes in the Mall. Oh, yeah. I love her. Yeah, that's my grandma. 
Oh, she's so sweet. Yeah. So sweet. The cupcake lady, she called, what, she called who, what happened? Uh, she had called the police because she noticed what was going on. I had told her, but she was like, that's not supposed to be happening. You know, you ain't yeah. supposed to be getting beat up like that. Yeah. And stuff like that. So, you know, she called and we was separated for a long time. And that's when we went to my grandma's house. And, okay. You know, when they took you away, where did they take you? They took me to some older lady's house. I don't remember her vividly, but she was like a crossing guard. And um, I didn't know what I was walking into. So wow. I was really shy and I was, you know, stayed in front of my brother, oh. hold my hand over him, everything. Everything, everywhere he went, I went. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then uh, how long were you with that lady until you moved somewhere else? About six months. Then I moved to my grandma's house. Then I went back to my mom. Because she got about a good four or five chances. Okay. So I moved back with my mom. Then it messed up again. I had to move out with my dad. And that's when I went out to Arizona. Okay. How old were you when you moved out to Arizona? Like eight years old, nine. Oh, my goodness. Another shocking, scary thing. Yeah, my dad, he was no better. I had to get sent back because, you know, he was beating me too. Wow. Yeah, and um, he, he was like... Uh, you get a hundred whoopings a day and starve me. I used to um, have to sleep in a garage and everything. It was just, yeah, it was all bad. So how did you get back here then? How did I get back here? He just sent me on the plane because he was tired of us. He told us he was tired of us and then, you know, he just sent us back on the plane and we came here. We wasn't supposed to be with my mom, but they found out. So the police came, picked us up out of class. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How old were you then? How was I then? I was, had to be good, same age, 9, 10. So your dad just put you on a plane? He, he put us on a plane, and he put us, it was a plane back to Muskegon, sure, not any plane. Sure, sure, sure. But, um, yeah, he put us, he told us, like, I can't do it no more, and whatever. And he apologized to this day, you know, he apologized to me, because he learned what he did was wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, still pretty tough, though. Yeah. So you went back to your mom, and your your mom wasn't supposed to have you as it was. Yeah. And then they figured it out and came to school and took you? Came to school and took me. What were you thinking at that point? I was like, you know, it was embarrassing because all the kids is like, what's going on? Sure. Everybody young, and they was like, what's going on with Stuart? So police took me to the office, and I knew what was going on because it didn't happen to me several times already. Mm. So we... um. They had said, you know, he's not supposed to be down here or whatever. And they took me straight to my grandma's house. Wow. Yeah. And then have you been with your grandma since? Or? No, because as growing up, I was still attracted. You know, every kid wants his mom. Yeah. So I was still wanting my mom at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I was, um, I was being defiant. I didn't want to do what they wanted me to do. And then I had ran away once and twice. And then um, after the second time, the court got involved and stuff like that. They moved me to um, a, like a child haven, like Webster House and stuff like that. I stayed there for a long time. And then um, it was in the middle of high school, too. So in high school, I'm like, you know, this is kind of weird. Different people picking me up. People like, who is that? Where your mom at? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. How many people were in the uh, child haven housing? It was like... It was a lot. I had a roommate, too. I had, like, several roommates. Wow. So, yeah. 
Were they people you went to school with? None of them I went to school with. One of well, yeah, one of them was, but they weren't my roommate. They were just okay. like in there, so I knew them. Sure. So yeah, um, at the same time, it was just weird because I'm not used to being in a house with people I don't know. Yeah. Had curfews and everything, and it was really like a lockup. You know, yeah. I was staring at walls and yeah. So, Stuart, you are a senior. Yep. And the hope is that you're going to graduate here in a little yeah, bit. I'm going to graduate. I know, I know. Yep. I can only imagine people who are hearing this, because I know, for me, this is the first time I'm hearing this, to hear how far you've come. Yeah, I didn't even plan on saying all this. It just happened. <laughs> but what is it like to say, okay, now it's going to be my turn. I'm going to be the grown-up. Yeah, it's, it's still, you know, it's still hard because, yeah. you know what I'm saying, I don't want to make the same mistakes as everybody else did. So I got mentors now that's, you know, teaching me mm -hmm. at the same time. And then I'm still looking out for the little ones to make sure they don't make the same mistakes I did, you know. So who are your mentors? Um, my mentor right now is one of my uncles. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he with my grandma that, you know, pretty yeah. much took care of us. Not the cuphead lady. It was a different grandma. Okay. But um, she pretty, I mean, yeah, they pretty much took care of us, so. He's telling me, you know, how to be a man and everything else and mm. teaching me. You know, I, I would yeah. have had no idea you didn't have uh, really a male role model in your life. No. Because you're always very polite when you see me. You're always very kind and you seem to have a good head on your shoulder. Oh, yeah, I pretty much do. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty remarkable. Yeah. Um, I love your insight on and your thoughts about the foster care system right. having grown up in that you know lots of people say it's a mess you know and there's lots of talk about should you but have been taken away from your parents yeah. what what do you say about all that stuff how how could it be better do you think it's uh, everything that happened was was for the best do you think yeah. it's good that they come take you out of school and put what, you in other places i think it was meant for the best but i think the, the program could be better as far as background checks and stuff like that because you don't know who you live because I live with some crazy people mm. some really crazy people you know so while Thank they God, mean well horrible horrible happened to me but yeah I stay with some crazy people and yeah so while the foster care people mean well we need more people to volunteer and be a part of it yeah and, and, and who are quality people who quality are quality people because we need those yeah yeah because I mean you don't know what happens behind closed doors, you know? Yeah. And um, that's why I'm going to try to keep my brothers and sisters out of that because I know what it's like and I tell them every day, you know, it's scary out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what do you want to do when you graduate? What I want to do, I for sure want to go to college. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I might go back out to Arizona and go to a community college or... I might either go to Central. Okay. Hopefully I go to Central, you know. Okay. Fire up chips? Yeah, fire up <laughs> chips. And at this point, you're still kind of thinking about what would be a good career for you and what would yeah. make you happy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think about, I mean, obviously way, way down the road, being a father? Oh, yeah. I might be a foster. I might be a, you know. Well, foster parent? It? Foster parent, yeah. Yeah. Maybe one of those two. Yeah. Kind of give back and help out. Oh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to tell the people listening about ways that they can help out, uh, especially kids who are going through stuff like you had to go through? 
I mean, if you just notice something that's going wrong with anybody, you know, just address it. I mean, you don't have to be like um, telling the police type thing, but just, you know, ask kid questions, you know, ask them about what he thinks, he or she thinks, because the kids know best. Hmm. Yeah. Do you have... Uh different feelings about the cops i'm curious having <laughs> having had people you know having so much of a relationship with cops do you i really at the same time i really still don't like cops i don't know why mm -hmm. well it would make sense it's scary they've been a yeah. part of everything that's been scary in your life yeah and i don't know just i don't really just don't like cops mm -hmm. i don't know why i mean officer wilson mm -hmm. only cop i like only cop i like that's good yeah but, I mean, it sounds like you get that they're doing what's best, but it's still... Yeah, I get what they're doing is what's best. Scary and, when you see them. And, like to say, they're the people you call on when stuff is really going down, you know. So, you can't just say that you hate them. I don't like them, but, I, you know, I don't hate them. Sure. Yeah. There's a little reaction when you see them, for sure. Yeah. Well, Stuart, it was a pleasure to interview you. Thank you for sharing. That was really brave yeah. of you to share this information. I know. I, I expect home. Huh? I don't <laughs> plan on doing Well, thanks. I think this will be really helpful for people to hear. Yeah. All right. This has been the Share Chair Podcast.